0: And I love that you brought up the word solitude because that's different than loneliness and being able to sit alone with yourself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be okay with that. If we can't do that, then we're always going to feel lonely, even if we're surrounded by people all the time. I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So, welcome back to another episode of Tangible Truths. I'm Carrie, hanging out with Susan. Hi, Carrie. And our favorite therapist friend Brooke is hanging out with us. Hello. <laughs> and I drug one of my friends in to record with us today. Justin Brusinowski is also joining us. Um, he's the staff chaplain at KLRC, so he and I got to meet each other there, um, and he served as like I guess a spiritual director
1: for that, me yeah.
0: for yeah. Um, a long time while I was working at KLRC. I like to joke that, like... Justin is like C.S. Lewis incarnate. Like I don't know. Like there's
1: some sort of yeah. The theology behind that's not no, accurate, it's but not, I appreciate it's not accurate the spirit of it. Yeah. But
0: you but you have like a <laughs> C.S. Lewis vibe about you, where it's just like mm-hmm. let's have conversations and talk about all the hard things in life, and mm-hmm. and then he's just gonna dump a wisdom bomb on you, and you're gonna walk away and be like, what just happened? I'm gonna write that down. So Ooh, I love. that. I know. So I'm glad that Justin's. We'll see if it here. happens or not. But... Yeah. I mean, you know, it's early in the morning, so expectations are high. No. Yeah. Yeah. But no pressure, no pressure.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I'm used to falling short. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Uh,
0: so, Susan, we've been having a conversation for a few weeks now on singleness. Yes. And we wanted to bring Brooke and Justin in because they actually worked together in singles ministry for mm-hmm. quite a while um, in the church world and learned a lot about what it's like to be a single in the church and mm-hmm. how to love those people well. So yeah. we're so, excited to kind of pick y'all's brains a little bit.
2: Then, in preparation, Justin C.S. Lewis just <laughs> opened his mouth, and we
0: said, first podcast, <laughs> let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about that." Yeah. So, so first of all, how long did you guys work together? And give us just a little bit about just the, a nugget because we're going to dig
3: into that mm-hmm. a little bit deeper. I think we worked in the singles ministry together for about three years. Yeah, I
1: was going to say three or four.
3: And then I got married and moved on to being a counselor, Mm -hmm. and the Lord did a lot there, but... I met my husband in the singles ministry. And up until that point I was single until I was twenty nine. And mm-hmm. Justin came into the singles ministry while I was already there. And I was like, who is this guy? He does things differently. Yeah. <laughs> and we did. I we get started that a lot. to do things differently. <laughs> yeah. And it was good.
1: Yeah. And I kind of transitioned to another pastoral role after that within the same church and did that until KLRC. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So you guys have a bit of experience and Brooke, I didn't realize you were twenty nine when you met your husband. Mm -hmm. So another one of those people who it feels like a little bit of a later, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's becoming more common nowadays. Mm -hmm. But you know, typically a lot of
3: people are like, if we don't meet in college, then Mm -hmm. when are we going to meet somebody? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the kind of culture I grew up in. And in fact, the university that I went to, we have this saying, and maybe other people have heard it Mm -hmm. too, ring by spring. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And that means spring of your freshman year. You are expecting to meet your husband, your spouse, and and get married. Like that's why you're there. And my entire family, my aunts and uncles and parents and grandparents, Mm -hmm. all met their spouses at that university Mm -hmm. and got married right after college. Oh Oh, wow! So it was strange for me not to leave Mm -hmm. that university with a with a spouse. Mm -hmm.
1: Kind of a legacy, almost in our family. That's
3: interesting. Very Mm -hmm. much so. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And officiated your wedding.
3: You did. Yes, Mm -hmm. I
1: remember that. I pulled out my old notes, all the sweet scriptures and things that we said, and we may kiss the bride and all that.
3: Uh (laughs) Sweet
0: Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things that's come up over and over again as we've talked to several people about singleness is loneliness Mm -hmm. is part of singleness. Um, And I'm sure that's something that you experienced, Brooke. But Justin is just kind of like... Can you kind of, like, step in and take, like, a pastoral role for us for mm-hmm. a second mm-hmm. and kind of help us unpack loneliness, where it comes from, and what do we even do with it?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's deep. You know, it's complex, I would say. We might think uh, it's kind of a one-to-one ratio. I am alone, and therefore I need someone else. Mm-hmm. And alone and lonely are different. hmm and the, someone else may or may not be the help that, that's needed, yeah. you know. And you can be with someone or lots of people and feel very lonely. And so, yeah, I think when it comes to singleness, one area it comes, I think there's um kind of a cultural narrative. It's kind of all, all in the Disney movies, Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever boy meets girl and the credits roll. And it's just like, it's smooth sailing after.
0: Mm-hmm. I've always <laughs> joked that it's it's ironic that that's when the movie always ends, yeah. because it's at the high point, the happiest point, uh-huh. and then they just leave you with this assumption of yes. now everything's going to be good. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, they have to stop the movie there, because mm-hmm. if they showed the reality of yeah. this is hard, mm-hmm. then nobody would want to watch that right. movie
3: or read that book. Give yes. them my money back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Give me laughs> my money back. They don't so- show Cinderella being married. No,
0: no. I'm <laughs> <No. And laughs> having to figure out, like, what do I do when yeah. we're sharing a bathroom and you not putting the lid on so, the toothpaste, yes. you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. And so the one thing I would say with, you know, single folks, especially uh, the guys that I would talk with is talking about, it, you know, is marriage the the finish line or the starting blocks? Mm. And that would open up a conversation about what it's really like, because there is a prevailing notion that boy meets girl, get married, and that's the resolution of the story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and And what if that doesn't happen? then the story is missing, the story is lied to us, mm-hmm. and that could leave us feeling very lost, very lonely. Now who am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Did I fail? Uh, Did I not live up to whatever expectations the culture has for me or my family legacy? And all those can be, um, they they feel like existential kind of purpose questions, but what they actually feel like is probably lonely. Mm -hmm. Where do I go with this? Mm -hmm. This is a lot. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So where do we
3: go with that? That's
1: a great question. (laughs) Well, Brooke, do you want to jump in? Any thoughts?
3: Yeah, I was actually just thinking about after college, I went overseas uh, Mm -hmm. with an organization as a missionary. And that time was really fruitful for me in ministry and personal growth. But there was... This idea for the women that were going over that they would return shortly if they were single in hopes that they would get married, because there was this idea and it was clearly spoken that you cannot have a the fullness of ministry unless you are a married woman, Mm -hmm. because you cannot go over to a place Without the representation of your husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think I just like, as I remember that, it made me a little sad. And I bought into that as well as a single person. Because that was what was taught to me from Mm -hmm. the church, from the organization I was within. And we all believed it. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: We all believed it. And so I had... um,
1: Kind of this almost incompleteness.
3: This incompleteness.
1: Something's missing.
3: Something's missing. Mm -hmm. And yet... Our organization also glorified this lady named Lottie Moon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because she had an amazing ministry overseas in the early uh, 1900s. And she actually left a fiance behind because she felt God's call to go overseas and share the gospel. She left a fiance behind and went over there and she would write letters. And back then in those days you would pack all your belongings in a coffin Mm -hmm. and take the coffin with you because the idea was you would die over there. Mm -hmm. Your life was devoted Mm -hmm. to that calling, uh, to that vocation. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And you would go over there for that ministry. And her letters would talk about such loneliness that she would feel Mm -hmm. and experience. And still her desire to be a married woman. Mm -hmm. But yet she was surrendering to what God had called her to do. Mm-hmm.
1: There's so much there. Mm-hmm. The tension, you know. Mm-hmm. And then say you are married and you do that whole thing that you're supposed to do, apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then, you know, your spouse turns over in the bed and there's just emptiness. Yeah. Someone's there, but there's emptiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, either way, there's loneliness is something of the human condition, something that speaks of someone something that we're missing Mm -hmm. and so we have choices on how to engage that i think
0: Mm -hmm. and i think you bring up an excellent point that you know you were talking about is marriage the finish line or the starting right yeah and i think people think well if i get married i'll never be lonely again Mm -hmm. if i have a partner then i can return to the mission field and complete this calling and sadly there are some relationships that people feel more lonely in Mm -hmm. a relationship than they do as a single person. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that's an important thing to take into consideration as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, I love the
2: story, Brooke, Mm -hmm. of Lottie Moon. Mm -hmm. I love the story Mm -hmm. of Lottie Moon. It just, it it almost, I almost got very teary, you just even telling it, because there is, and I love your word, tension, uh, Justin, because there seems to be this tension with her loneliness and her story mm-hmm. of attention because, and it reeks for any of us, whether you're single, married, just being a human, mm-hmm. who am I? Mm-hmm. Basically, we're talking about our own identity mm-hmm. and yeah. our identity If I'm going to use her story, Mm -hmm. her identity in Christ, Mm -hmm. her longing Mm -hmm. to do and be in Christ, what her calling was, but her own, her own longing Mm -hmm. to be married, her Mm -hmm. fiance, leaving Mm -hmm. it behind, leaving him behind. Okay current day me uh, i'm married love but i'm praying daily mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. you know asking jesus for margin in my life for mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. issues in my life for the tension that's mm-hmm. going on in whatever situation i'm in which which speaks to validation whom mm-hmm. i trying to please mm-hmm. i mean there's just tension in our life no matter if we're married, single, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. just being human. But it does go deep, mm-hmm. uh, Justin, even the story of a lot of men, as you say it.
1: I was in a, a recovery group not too long ago and kind of observing, and it was part of counseling training and stuff like that. And loneliness was the key. It yeah. was the key thing that was talked about when it comes to addiction and the draw toward addiction is yeah. to fill, to move out of that space, not sit in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And an old older guy in there had been uh, sober 35 years, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Um, and of hard substances too. leans over to me. And he's just like the solitude can, can be such a sweet thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, he's got something. <laughs> right. know, mm-hmm. that, uh, and that's one of those choices mm-hmm. is instead of attending to maybe what's absent, or what I might be longing for. What is presence? Mm -hmm. What is here? What am I grateful for? Who are are the people that have poured into my life that without their presence, I wouldn't be here? Mm -hmm. You know, there are different ways to consider presence instead of uh, what is absence. And I think there's a world of difference between kind of embracing I am lonely, Mm. I am a lonely person, and I feel lonely sometimes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Loneliness ebbs and flows. Right. And I could could be in it and let it ebb and flow and invite presence, the presence of God, the presence of a friend, uh, the presence of good memories, the presence of gratitude, and kind of worship through it.
3: Mm -hmm. Which is a wonderful practice and discipline to have, whether or not you're with somebody. Yes, yeah. Because having that, the fullness of that embodiment of yourself where I can fully recognize what's going on inside of me Mm -hmm. allows me to commune with God, the Holy Spirit and with others. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about loneliness, even in relationship, that if I'm not able to share what's inside of me or my partner's not, then that is also what breeds loneliness. Mm -hmm. So then we fill it with other things. So I like that you're bringing that forward. Like we have to have a sense of embodiments, my word, but like where I'm able to fully recognize what's inside of me and confess that to somebody because that. That throws a line that gives connection Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you feel isolated if you're with someone and you can't do that.
2: You're isolated.
0: And I think that's something that people don't recognize is being, and I love that you brought up the word solitude because that's different than loneliness and being able to sit alone with yourself Mm -hmm. and then be able to like that, Mm -hmm. be okay with that, um, find joy and contentment just with me. And then, like you said, Brooke, to throw that line out, to connect with someone. If we can't do that, then we're always going to feel lonely, even if we're surrounded by people all the time. Right. And I also love. I love that you brought up uh,
2: solitude versus isolation. Well, the gentleman
1: isolation. at the recovery well, taught he me something, <laughs> he and I shared did. it with you. And yeah. I love it that you're
2: passing it on, <laughs> yeah. passing, passing the baton on. But the difference between, you know, we've talked about the practice of solitude mm-hmm. versus isolation. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful, the Mm -hmm. practice of solitude, you know, spending that time sitting with Jesus Mm -hmm. and in thankfulness, gratitude versus isolation, which is so very dangerous to Mm -hmm. our soul. I love it that you brought that Yeah, I think Mm -hmm.
1: that identity piece, you mentioned it earlier, Mm -hmm. but there are some things that I'll remember, like Jesus in his baptism. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Mm -hmm. Listen to him. Mm -hmm. And so I'll take that on personally. Uh, I'm his loved one. He's happy with me. Mm-hmm. He's pleased with me. Uh, listen to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a whole other thing mm-hmm. in terms of voice and like being heard and all that. But mm-hmm. Or just that feeling of I'm sitting in a room. I don't know anyone. Maybe I'm single. Maybe I'd like to know somebody, but it's scary. You know, like there's all these mm-hmm. things and it's just like, <sighs> God's okay with me. Mm-hmm. I'm loved mm-hmm. through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Another one I love is give thanks to the Lord for he is good and mm-hmm. steadfast love endures forever. So, right now, mm-hmm. his love endures mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll get me through this the next step. The hi, my name is so and so. You know, uh-huh. these little things that can feel really big, his steadfast love is walking us through it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think all of this is leading into maybe the next conversation that I think that we should have too is loneliness is a, a real thing and it's not something that we belittle or mm, yeah. or anything of the like. But what we also are looking at is in singleness what the strengths are of that. Mm -hmm. And how that's not always perceived in our church. And so loneliness occurs so often because of the isolation that even happens Mm -hmm. in our church culture.
1: And not honoring those people in that place in life.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have a place. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And that's something we talked about so much. How can we instill that? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just within people. That a lot of times was easier than Mm -hmm. okay, now they're part of this church Mm -hmm. that may or may not be harmonizing with what we're doing. And so Mm -hmm. how do we um, raise awareness about the importance of that? Mm -hmm. That was work. It was just work. (laughs) Good work, I think. and,
0: And I think as you were sharing your story, Brooke, because a lot of times, you know, people talk about... Say I hear people saying to the singles, especially the younger singles, mm-hmm. and you were, you were in your 20s, you went overseas to do missions work, and so you hear that a lot of, you don't have the entanglements of a spouse and mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. and so you can go do these great things for God, and mm-hmm. you did, mm-hmm. and yet you still felt this incompleteness. Mm-hmm. And, and it felt like there was some pressure mm-hmm. from the church, from the organization mm-hmm. of, You're not enough Mm -hmm. as a single woman. Mm -hmm. Here you are. You left everything Mm -hmm. to go live in another country Mm -hmm. and do this kingdom work. Mm -hmm. And yet
3: subtly there's this message of even in this place, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, very much. And I think that we can even segment that off some between being single and being a woman mm-hmm. in yes. the church. And, mm-hmm. and how you're perceived in that place and the value of your ministry has different boundaries, it seems. And so, mm-hmm. yeah
0: and i'm just thinking as a as a 20 something cuz my, my kids are that age right now uh-huh. and i'm thinking of my own children putting imagining them in that situation mm-hmm. and you know like there's this righteous anger that rises up in me of like mm-hmm. no i want my girls to not feel like somebody's pressuring them to look at their the look at their aloneness mm-hmm. as a hindrance yeah. to what they want to do with their lives right That that shouldn't be a factor Mm -hmm. in them chasing after Mm -hmm.
3: what they want to do. Yeah. It's a double bind, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're not single enough to be totally free. Right. Right. Because you still are meant to aim for marriage Mm -hmm. um, because that is the total fullness. But whenever you're married, then you're also limited because you have other considerations in your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It truly is that double bind. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, sure. For sure. And
1: I think, you know, back to kind of the practical theology, and it kind of touches on what you're saying is, if we have Jesus, do we lack anything? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's And so if anything but that is being caught in the culture of the church, it's time for chiropractic resetting realignment, Mm -hmm. realignment. because we do say that in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's relationship status or whatever. And I think the global church learning from the global global church really helps with that. It's just like they, in my standard of living or whatever, lack X, Y, Z. And if they have Jesus, they, they lack nothing. And they Mm -hmm. actually have a lot to teach me about contentment and the Mm -hmm. like, I think that's really something that's important.
2: I think that's a wonderful way to end.
0: I do. I think that is perfect. I think it's a great segment for I, a conversation that we want to continue next week mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. we really begin to, to, unpack. to unpack what is the role that the church can play mm-hmm. to support singles mm-hmm. um, and help them find um, an avenue to live out mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that's being placed mm-hmm. in front of them in a way that they feel supported mm-hmm. and not limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. That's we'll. That was a great conversation, and we will continue it next week. So, Mm -hmm. we hope you guys stick around for that. Mm -hmm.
3: Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.